0: Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. As developers, one of the questions we frequently get asked is, so when will this be ready? And it forces us to try to estimate like how long something is going to take. And it's almost a joke among developers, how badly we routinely estimate things. And so this is why we want to talk about it as a topic today, because I know Aaron, you have some insights and some um, strategies to share on estimating. What What is your method to answer that question when, when it inevitably comes up?
1: Well, I think I, before I get into like the techniques I use for doing that, um, you kind of talked about the method. I have a conversation about what this estimate really means and that um, we're allowed to change the estimate if the requirements change. So I think that one of the things that people forget about is we give an estimate at the beginning of the project, requirements change, and then at the end, we're off of our estimate. Well, yeah, because the estimate was given by a certain set of requirements or some certain guesses, and, and we got more clarification later. So I think that's the first thing I, I like to talk about with a stakeholder is saying, based off what I know now, this is what our <laughs> estimate could be. However, you should know that if things change, in which they do, and I'm here to support you when they do, that the estimate and the time frame is probably going to change too. I think it's also important as much as I sound a little silly saying that, that you, that you kind of are positive about it too. Like, Hey, things are going to change and I'm ready to roll with the changes. But just so you know, when we make those changes, that's going to change this estimate. You you know, it's impossible to make changes to what you want and have it be done the same way. And those changes
0: never make it take less time like that. That's probably a rule (laughs) of of the universe. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess. And so this, this might be like one of those, classic disconnects between a developer and a business person, because as a developer, like the very word estimate to me carries with it some uncertainty and like, you know, it's not a guess it's calculated, but it's not a fixed bid Mm -hmm. negotiated contract that there will be penalties for missing. and and But sometimes the business person hears it like, oh, you said three weeks. So I'm going to tell my boss three weeks or my customer three weeks. And now you get yourself in some trouble if it ends up taking four weeks, for example.
1: Right, you're right. It is an estimate. It is like, I, I would say it's actually, I would disagree. I would say it is a guess. Okay. You know, it is, it is, calculated, yeah. but in the end, it's a guess. It's There's no way to know for certain on these things. You know, there's a number of things that can happen that should be calculated within mm-hmm. your estimate too. So, and I, I think that's, that's probably a good um, segue to how I would calculate an estimate. Okay. And that's, that's a pretty big topic. Right. Um, and one of, the, one of the things that they suggest is, uh, you know, if, if you're doing something like you've done it before, it's roughly going to take the same amount of time. And you're like, well, <laughs> I haven't done this before. You know, there's no way I've done this particular task before. Yeah, I, I think that's true, but I think after you've been programming for some time, you have some ideas of how long things could take, whether or not they're a certain way. Um, so I'll give a really uh, simple example. So we're going to make a, a, a CRUD type feature. So, you know, create, read, update, delete. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it has a number of different functionalities. And, and so when I hear that, it doesn't really matter kind of, you know, if it's, it's simple enough, I'm going to say, well, that'll take, six, you know, 16 hours. And you say, well, how how'd you get to that? Well, I take the four steps, create, read, update, and delete. And I just say each one of those is going to take half a day or four hours based off of other times I've done that. And you can think about that and you think about something in Laravel, like, well, Laravel uh, really helps us go really fast with a lot of these things. It's pretty, sure. there's a lot of out-of-the-box tools and mm-hmm. you don't have to reinvent the wheel. True, <laughs> But when you look back at what is all involved in something like this, it does kind of add up to that time and here's why. So let's just say we're on our, our create form and we know the fields and we go and put those fields in there and we do validation and both start building out all this stuff. And it's taken a couple hours now. Um, turns out there's a little bit of layout changes that need to happen. So you, you, you make some tweaks there in the blade file. Uh, oh, by the way, we forgot. We need, um, we need uh, a delivery line instruction. We need, uh, we need mm-hmm. this, we need, um, uh, we need a phone number now and you have to validate that phone number. Okay. So I can add all those things on and by themselves, they don't take a lot of time, but combined <laughs> over and over and over and extending yeah. your test, your unit test and all that kind of stuff before, you know, it, it's four or five or six hours for that thing that you're like, well, it should have just been a form field and calling create yeah. <laughs> an yeah. eloquent model and we're good to go. So I think you you see that so that kind of um, does that and then again it's sort of like a, an estimate is sort of like a, a amalgamation of all of the things. So maybe we went over now by six you know or six hours on create. I'm pretty certain delete's not going to take four hours, <laughs> right. um, but uh, maybe it takes a little bit of time for some validation, some logic rules to make sure can we even delete this? What's the policy behind it? Things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so maybe it only took two hours. But we have some room now we can take that you know those extra two hours from create and put it into that area for delete and before you know it we're kind of back on track yeah so that's the kind of the way i look at some of these things is i look at very simple versions of it and try to compare it to another simple version and then say every single step i can think of is about four hours yeah so one
0: observation on what you've said there sometimes a developer might have an internal estimate But then they kind of pad it because they just account for this. It doesn't sound like that's what you're doing. Like you're acknowledging like, no, this really is going to take about four hours each. You're not inflating it to cover yourself. Hey, if it ends up taking a little bit less, great. But based on your experience, that four hours kind of per method, if you will, is is a reasonable real world estimate. Is
1: that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's true. I, I think that I just gave a really simple example. Obviously, sure, yeah. as as time goes on, too, like for larger projects, I've I've given ranges. Something I learned mm-hmm. from a project manager actually is you can give your your best case estimate, which is what you think it's going to take as a developer. Okay. You add on twenty percent overall for unknowns, and that's a probable case. And then you add on, you know, basically your original plus forty percent. And that's probably more of a worst case. And then you, you can communicate your estimate in, in those numbers. When someone says how long is it going to take? You say, Well, here's yeah. the three estimates I have set up. I'd like to work on this middle one. And I think that this is the one we should communicate, but don't, you know, don't be alarmed if we if we trend towards that worst case, because that's also possible.
0: <laughs> and and the range also communicates some uncertainty too, which is, is mm-hmm. useful for, for this, uh, if, if decisions are going to be based off of the estimate you're providing, if they realize, oh yeah, this really is a range, th- there is uh, some uncertainty here that can be factored in.
1: I think one of the things I learned from being a dev manager too, is on the, on the flip side, when I ask for estimates, I know they're estimates, mm-hmm. but I need my developers and therefore people listening to this podcast too. We need to have open conversation as soon as possible if you feel something's going wrong. I, you know, mm, As, a, as yeah. a manager, I'd rather know sooner than later. It's not a measurement of you're a bad programmer. To me, I, I would feel it's a measurement of you're a very cognizant, very uh, attuned, uh, very connected programmer if you can identify areas of risk sooner than later and say, hey, um, I thought this would take four hours. I'm already six hours in, and I feel like um, it's going to take me another six. Okay, I'd like to know that at hour five or six versus, uh, you know, a couple of days from now when you've had a couple of those line up. Sure. Because like you said, there are communications you might've had with other people um, or just to, just to know the general risk in general.
0: Yeah. The, um, the other thought I had as you were kind of talking about, you know, hours is generally what you're talking about in terms of the estimates you deliver. Do you ever have to like translate? Well, if I say 16 hours, that doesn't literally mean 16 hours from right now it's like based on a certain number of hours per day or Mm -hmm. you know do do you find it helpful to maybe talk in terms of a delivery date versus hours or is the hours also kind of useful for for context
1: i think hours is a good example of as much as i try to preach against this value and cost Mm -hmm. as well as um effort and then Timeline is something separate. So, yeah. uh, timeline is based off of estimate plus external factors. And those external factors are things like uh, I, I'm asleep, <laughs> I've gotten sick, I'm waiting right. on a third party to get back sure. to me, yeah. uh, Cloudflare is down for some reason. Mm. Um, you know, there's all these different things <laughs> yeah. uh, that uh, affect timelines. So, that's a really good question. Estimation is more about cost and effort. Yeah. Uh, and timeline should be an ancillary conversation, but it's not the same.
0: Yeah, you raise a good point. Like This discussion is really about planning, not about pricing. Uh, from a pricing perspective, right. we both are very against hourly billing. So this is really just about like an internal team planning, business internally mm-hmm. planning when things can be delivered. The other thing too, we've observed this in ourselves, is uh, some days you're just feeling it, like you're more productive And other days, not so much. It could be like you mentioned, you're sick or something else is going on in your life. Sometimes it's just like the way it is. You're not as productive as you can be. So that's a useful thing to factor into and being realistic. it's It's nothing negative about you as a person. It's just the reality of life is that some days you'll be more productive than others. And it tends to average out, but... As developers, we could be really optimistic and like, yeah, my best day, I cranked out this feature in six hours. And so for now on, I'm always going to estimate six hours, but you forget those times where it took 20 hours because of all the different factors, including just kind of like your energy level and your focus and uh, other things going on in
1: your life. I think I kind of wrap this up with saying that I think estimation uh, is a tool that we use to advise our stakeholders but not a tool that we should necessarily use to brag or develop <laughs> metrics about ourselves. Yeah, oh yeah. So, um, I mean, that's kind of what you're saying is, is mm-hmm. it's an estimation, it's an idea, but uh, it's it's not a measurement, you know, it's not exact science, it's not a measurement in, in it's not a measurement even of, of the quality of programmer you are if you've missed your estimate. Don't beat yourself up on that. Yeah. You know, have a conversation with your supervisor or stakeholder and talk about it. But I I think it's just, it's one of the tools to kind of measure is this project that you're tasked with uh, worth it for the business or stakeholder.
0: Good point. Yeah. And if you miss your estimates, you are not alone. You are in good company with most other developers.
1: Except for me, I've always hit them or come under. Just I'm, I'm amazing that way. So maybe this is because I live alone but I think I'm not the only one who does this. Uh, Let me know if you do this and please, I really hope, I really hope you do do this, (laughs) but do you ever find yourself having a conversation or even an argument with someone (laughs) in your head and just kind of like just railing into them as if they're there in the conversation? You're like, not that you're answering yourself, but you're just like, you're thinking it through and it's like, Oh, and if they say this, I'm going to, I'm going to go back with this. And I know they're going to say this and whatever. You find oh, yourself in, doing that a lot in
0: great detail. And sometimes <laughs> it's not just uh, future conversations you're thinking of having, but like replaying old conversations, like, oh man, if I just would have said this, or I can totally I relate it, to that one.
1: I think it's the worst when you might even have one of these conversations. And then later on, you have to talk to that person <laughs> and you have to like, remember and consider, did they actually have that opinion I made come out of their mouth or am, like, am I mad at them?
0: Like what's going yeah. on here? Yeah, that's uh, that could be some tricky context. If you think about it too long, it
1: almost becomes a memory. Like, did that really happen? Yeah. So, so I'm trying to think of is there a way that I can turn that around into something good? I've really mm-hmm. been kind of about that. Is is becoming a better person and looking at things I'm doing and seeing if there's something that I can do good with that. Yeah, you're, you're a pretty positive person. Mm. No. <laughs> sure. Yes, I'm smiling <laughs> right now. <laughs> Oh, you're asking me
0: for advice on how to make yes. that more positive? <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to lay some wisdom on me. No, I, I, I think we've demonstrated so far when it comes to, like, these conversations, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any of the wisdom. Okay. How So how to use kind of mentally
0: stewing on something as a positive for, like, specifically for your relationship with that person or just, like, in general?
1: or Or maybe, like how to get yourself out of doing that. I don't know. Yeah. Because it can't be healthy. Can it?
0: I don't know. It's worked for me so far.
1: I feel pretty well adjusted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like anything in balance, you know, don't take it too far. You know, Aaron, one thing you could consider is uh, using social media. For example, Twitter is a great place to have arguments in real life. And so at least you could get it out of your head and argue with a real person on the internet.
1: You're looking for more tips on how to be a better Laravel developer? Then head over to our website
0: and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. The address is nocompromises.io slash tips.